0: Incipient genome erosion and metabolic streamlining for antibiotic production in a defensive symbiont. Abstract Genome erosion is a frequently observed result of relaxed selection in insect nutritional symbionts, but it has rarely been studied in defensive mutualisms. Solitary bee wolf wasps harbor an actinobacterial symbiont of the genus Streptomyces, that provides protection to the developing offspring against pathogenic microorganisms. Here, we characterized the genomic architecture and functional gene content of this culturable symbiont using genomics, transcriptomics, and proteomics in combination with in vitro assays. Despite retaining a large linear chromosome, The WASP symbiont accumulated frameshifted mutations in more than a third of its protein-coding genes, indicative of incipient genome erosion. Although many of the frameshifted genes were still expressed, the encoded proteins were not detected, indicating post-transcriptional regulation. Most pseudogenization events affected accessory genes, regulators, and transporters. But Streptomyces phylatpi also experienced mutations in central metabolic pathways, resulting in oxytrophies for biotin, proline, and arginine that were confirmed experimentally in axenic culture. In contrast to the strong A-T bias in the genomes of most obligate symbionts, we observed a significant GC enrichment in regions likely experiencing reduced selection. Differential expression analyses revealed that, compared to in vitro symbiont cultures, S. philantvi in B. wolf antennae showed overexpression of genes for antibiotic biosynthesis. The uptake of host-provided nutrients, and the metabolism of building blocks required for antibiotic production. Our results show unusual traits in the early stage of genome erosion in the defensive symbiont, and suggest tight integration of host-symbiont metabolic pathways that effectively grant the host control over the antimicrobial activity of its bacterial partner. Introduction Many insects engage in mutualistic relationships with bacteria that provide diverse adaptive benefits to their host, such as essential nutrients, digestive or detoxifying enzymes, or defense against predators, parasites, and pathogens. These tightly insect-associated bacteria commonly experience substantial degenerative genome evolution reflected in massive gene loss, increased coding density, a strong nucleotide bias toward increased AT content in DNA, and the accumulation of mutations that are assumed to be slightly deleterious. Because genes and pathways beneficial for symbiosis are retained in these reduced genomes, it is often possible to readily infer the functions of the bacterial partner. Genome erosion of symbiotic bacteria has been primarily described in intracellular nutritional symbionts in the phyla Proteobacteria, Tenericutes, and Bacteroidetes, and more recently in extracellular gamma-proteobacterial mutualists, providing nutritional supplements or digestive enzymes to the host. In contrast, defensive mutualists often retain larger genomes with more complete. Metabolic inventories. Exceptions to this rule are the drastically reduced genomes of the defensive symbiont of the Asian citrus psyllid Diaphorina citri, i.e., Cantidatis proftella armatura, as well as the productive Burkholderia symbiont of Lagria beetles. Filamentous actinobacteria are being discovered as defensive symbionts in an increasing number of insects and marine invertebrates. Unlike nutritional symbionts, most actinobacterial mutualists benefit their hosts by producing a range of bioactive secondary metabolites that have been shown to protect leaf-cutter ants, bark beetles, and bee-wolf wasps against pathogens. Due to their biotechnological potential, genomes of environmental actinobacteria have been intensively sequenced over the last few decades with emphasis on antibiotic biosynthetic pathway discovery. They generally exhibit large GC rich genomes encoding a versatile set of primary metabolic pathways as well as a plethora of secondary metabolite gene clusters. Despite these characteristic genomic traits, however, the genome evolution of symbiotic members in this clade has thus far received little attention. Streptomyces filanthi are defensive bacterial symbionts that have been living in association with bee wolf digger wasps of the genera Philanthus, Philanthinus, and Trachypus for over for around 68 million years. wolf females hunt and paralyze bees or wasps to provision them to their offspring in subterranean brood chambers. Throughout the life cycle of their hosts, the bacterial symbionts experience three different environments. First, in the antennae of adult female wasps, the bacteria are cultivated in gland reservoirs that are likely nutritionally poor. Second, after deposition by the female wasp into the brood cell and third symbionts are transferred by the larvae to their cocoons where the symbionts do not grow but produce a quote, "mixture of antibiotics mainly pyridisins pierisidins and streptochlorin These antibiotics protect bee wolf larvae from fungal infection during the 9-10 to month period of diapause in the pre-pupal stage, including hibernation. An analysis of 22 symbiont biovars isolated in pure culture from diverse bee wolf species collected in Eurasia, Africa, and North and South America showed broad variation in nutritional demands, with an African-Eurasian symbiont clade being particularly fastidious and only culturable on complex media imitating insect hemolymph. Because of their complex life cycle, defensive function, metabolic constraints, and their taxonomic affiliation within the actinobacteria, the Beewolf wolf mutualists provide an interesting case to study the impact of a symbiotic lifestyle on genome evolution in a clade of bacteria with large, linear, and GC-rich genomes. Here, we use a combination of genomic, transcriptomic, and proteomic approaches to characterize S. philanthi bivar triangulum strain 23AF2, isolated from the European beewolf, wolf philanthus triangulum, and shed light on metabolic interactions between host and defensive symbiont. In contrast to the symbionts of some other bee wolf species, the European bee wolf symbiont shows signs of an obligate association with its host based on its nutritional demands and strictly vertical transmission route. The possibility of culturing it in vitro allowed for experimental approaches that are commonly not available for obligate symbionts. Another insect, comparative functional genome analysis, complemented by in vitro physiological assays, and proteomic and transcriptomic analyses reveal a genome in an early stage of erosion. Frameshift mutations, inactivating about one-third of the protein-coding genes and thereby interrupting metabolic pathways, resulted in the dependency on the host for fulfillment of the symbiont's nutritional requirements. In contrast to most other cases of genome reduction in bacteria, we observed a bias toward increased GC rather than AT content in genomic DNA. Comparative analysis of gene expression within the antennal reservoirs and in vitro offers insights into host-provided nutrients and indicates streamlining of the symbiont's metabolism for the defensive function. Discussion Erosion of a Large, Linear, GC-Rich Genome Genome reduction is a common phenomenon observed in vertically transmitted symbionts. While Streptomyces philanthi retains a large genome in comparison to most obligate symbionts and even many free-living bacteria, a massive gene decay seems to be occurring in this strain. Concordantly, Comparisons with the genome sizes of the closest free-living streptomyces indicate that S. filanthi has already lost up to a third of its chromosome due to deletions. In addition, around one-third of its remaining CDS seem to be undergoing pseudogenization, initiated by frameshift mutations. In contrast, other known actinobacterial symbionts show very minor, if any, signs of pseudogenization, with only the obligate pathogen Mycobacterium lepree displaying a pattern of genomic decay comparable to S. philanthi. A peculiar characteristic of Streptomyces bacteria is the linear genome topology with a conserved central core region that contains most essential genes and a pair of arms toward the telomere region that are prone to large-scale rearrangements due to their enrichment with transposable and horizontally acquired elements. To the best of our knowledge, extensive genome erosion has not yet been described in bacteria with a linear genome. We observed different dynamics of genomic decay among these regions, with loss of genetic material heavily biased toward the arms as opposed to the core of the chromosome to the point that one of the arms is almost completely absent in comparison to genomes from closely related free-living streptomyces. However, we did not observe any atypical accumulation of prophage sequences or genomic islands in S. Philanthi, so these mobile elements do not seem to be contributing to the genomic decay observed in this strain. Another remarkable feature of the S. Philanthi genome is the apparent bias toward GC accumulation, especially in intergenic regions that are expected to experience relaxed selection. This is contrary to what is seen in most other cases of genome erosion, with the exception of the highly eroded but GC-rich genomes of the cicada and millibook symbionts, Hodgkinia and Tremblaya, respectively. While the GC bias during genome erosion of S. philanthi could be interpreted as a feature of high GC bacteria due to their higher availability of GC nucleotides in the cell, the only other reported case of genome erosion in high GC bacteria revealed a reduced GC content in Mycobacterium leprae as compared to the congeneric Mycobacterium tuberculosis. In addition, mutations in bacteria seem to be universally biased toward AT, and this mutational bias has also been reported for the GC-rich and eroded genome of Hodgkinia. In this nutritional symbiont of cicadas, hitherto unknown selective forces have been suggested to maintain a high genomic GC content. Given the absence of DNA repair and recombination pathways, that could result in a biased gene conversion as an alternative mechanism to counterbalance the mutational bias. However, as the B-Wolf symbiont exhibits an increased GC content, particularly in the intergenic regions, selection appears to be an unlikely driving force. Alternatively, an unusual mutational bias toward GC may provide a possible explanation for the high genomic GC content, putatively resulting from erosion of some of the DNA repair pathways, while maintaining functional copies of Mute-M and Mute-Y, which are known to cause an elevated rate of CG-AT to AT transversions when mutated. Interestingly, many of the pseudogenes in the genome of S. philanthi biovar triangulum were still transcribed but the corresponding proteins were not detected in the proteome, indicating the apparent silencing of pseudogene-derived transcripts at the post-transcriptional, translational, or post-translational stage. This seems to imply that the costs of deleterious mutations are predominantly manifested at the level of the proteome, rather than the utilization of nucleotides in DNA or RNA or the costs of replication or transcriptional processes. Presumably, the accumulation of misfolded peptides because of interrupted and frame-shifted coding sequences poses a large metabolic burden on the symbiont cell, which is in line with the observed abundance of molecular chaperones in the proteome. Concurrent observations have been recently reported in the facultative endosymbiont Sedalis glossinidius, which also shows a strong accumulation of pseudogenes, with active or residual transcription for around half of them. This suggests a transitional state during genome erosion and symbionts in which the transcription of pseudogenes is maintained, but the deleterious effects of accumulation of malfunctional proteins is kept at bay through post-transcriptional regulatory mechanisms. Considering that the B. wolf S. filanthi symbiosis dates back to the late Cretaceous, it seems surprising that its genome presents signatures of an early stage of erosion, relative to many other insect symbionts. By comparison, Buchnera, the obligate nutritional endosymbiont of aphids, lost an estimated 85% of its genomic content over the course of 200 to 250 million years. Although the uni and bivoltine bee hosts, the number of symbiont generations per year is probably substantially lower than for Buchnera and aphids. This difference seems insufficient to explain the retention of a much larger proportion of the genome over the course of 68 million years, particularly since mutations in the base excision pair, homologous recombination, and non-homologous end-joining system suggest that the genome may be prone to accumulate mutations at a fast pace. In addition, the bee wolf symbionts experience particularly severe population bottlenecks during vertical transmission, likely exacerbating genomic decay. Hence, it seems possible that the process of genome erosion has started more recently than the inferred origin of the symbiotic relationship between streptomyces and bee wolves. Consistent with this idea are previous observations that the symbionts of North American beewolves appear to be metabolically more versatile and can occasionally be transmitted horizontally between hosts. This suggests that S. symbionts have only recently transitioned to an obligate insect association, and some strains may even still retain the ability to live outside of the host. A mixed lifestyle would be expected to impose a stronger selection for the retention of genes that are necessary for an autonomous life. Comparative genomic analyses of different beewolf wolf symbionts are necessary to test this hypothesis, and shed light on the onset and dynamics of genome erosion in these defensive actinobacterial symbionts. Functional implications of genome erosion in S. philanthi Defensive mutualists often retain more complete metabolic pathways than obligate nutritional symbionts, but their biosynthetic capabilities nevertheless show reductions and adaptations to their host environment. In S. Philanthi, Most of the essential metabolic functions appear to still be intact and ongoing genome erosion, except for oxytrophies for proline, arginine, and biotin, which were predicted in silico and corroborated in vitro. These oxytrophies indicate dependence on the host for nutrition. Interestingly, both arginine and biotin are essential nutrients that insects cannot synthesize themselves. So B-wolves likely have to meet their own and their symbiont's demands for these metabolic, for these metabolites from their diet. One of the functional categories in the s genome that is most severely affected by frameshift mutations is regulatory proteins, which may contribute to the surprisingly high correlation between gene expression and protein abundance for the intact genes in in vitro cultures which stands in contrast with the weak correlation between transcript and protein levels observed in other bacteria. Obligate intracellular symbionts often lose most or all of their regulatory genes, whereas free-living streptomyces, similar to other soil-dwelling bacteria, encode dozens of sigma factors and hundreds of other regulatory proteins. While not as drastic as in obligate symbionts, the reduced repertoire of regulators in S. philanthi fits with the notion that this bacterium occupies a niche that has little variation in nutritional and environmental conditions. Symbionts with extreme genome reduction commonly show high expression levels of molecular chaperones, and it has been postulated that these proteins help to stabilize the proteome after slightly deleterious mutations accumulate and are fixed due to the strong bottlenecks associated with vertical transmission. Due to the lack of axenic cultures for most insect symbionts, however, the expression of chaperones has been mostly assessed within the host. So stress associated with the host, internal environment, for example due to the host's immune response, or the physiochemical environment, remained an alternate explanation for their high abundance in the proteome. However, in the case of S. Philanthi, we observed the high constitutive expression of most chaperones and chaperonins, under both in vitro cultures and in vivo conditions, providing additional evidence that this is a compensatory mechanism to alleviate the mutational load in S. Philanthi and maintain the structural stability of its proteome. Alternatively the observed reduction in the number of transcriptional regulators may have led to the hardwiring of chaperone expression, preventing the symbionts from reacting to changes in their environment imposed by the artificial transfer into an in-vitro culture. Metabolic Interactions Between bee wolves and Their Symbionts Consistent with the previous detection of antibiotics in bee wolf antennae, our results revealed an overexpression of genes in the symbionts Piericidin, actinipyrone biosynthetic cluster in the antennal reservoirs in comparison to in-vitro cultures. In addition, transporters and catabolic pathways for branched-chain amino acids as well as enzymes involved in fatty acid catabolism were upregulated in B. wolf antennae, which provide the precursors for piericidin and actinopyrone biosynthesis. Hence, the host could exert control of antibiotic production by supplying both the substrates and the necessary cofactor for polyketide biosynthesis. However, a nutritional role for these differentially expressed genes cannot be ruled out. Furthermore, it remains unclear why antibiotics are produced by the symbionts in the antennal glands in the first place, as a defensive benefit has thus far, thus far only been demonstrated for the bee wolf cocoon. It seems possible, however, that the antibiotics are also used to defend the symbiont's niche in the antennal reservoirs from microbial invaders or protect them from antagonists after secretion into the brute cell. Alternatively, the frequently observed grooming of antennae in female bee wolves may serve to spread the antibiotics over the body surface, granting protection from fungal pathogens to the adult female. Akin to what has been observed in Atene ants that are defended by their pseudo, pseudonocardia symbionts from entomopathogens. Overexpression in the antennal reservoirs of genes encoding a putative chitinase and a chitobios transporter provides clues to other possible nutritional interactions between S. philanthi and its host as well as to the evolutionary origins of this mutualism. Conceivably, Streptomyces bacteria were initially growing directly on the wasp cuticle, using chitinase as a protection from antagonistic fungi and or a virulence factor to acquire chitin. From the wasp cuticle as a carbon and nitrogen source before the antennal glands evolved as the relationship became more intimate. Even after 68 million years of host symbiont coevolution, chitin may have remained a major source of nutrition for the bee wolf symbionts, as indicated by the high expression of the symbiont's chitinase and the chitobios transporter in female antennae. Interestingly, chitin and its derivatives have been found to be relevant for other symbiotic interactions as well, such as, for example, providing a potential nutritional source in a tortoise leaf beetle's extracellular pectinolytic symbiont Candidatus stemera caplata. Furthermore, in the squid vibrio fischeri symbiosis, chitobios is known to play a key role in the colonization of the squid's light organ, and the availability of chitin alters the metabolism of a fischeri presumably helping the host modulate the physiological state of its symbionts for luminescence. Given that chitin is an abundant macromolecule in the cuticle of many invertebrates, it may more generally play a key role for the regulation and nutrition of extracellular symbionts. Conclusions. Since the late Cretaceous, bee wolves engaged in a symbiosis with streptomyces. Bacteria that provide protection from antagonistic fungi to the developing bee wolf in the cocoon by producing antimicrobial compounds. Despite this evolutionarily old symbiotic alliance, we show that the genome of the European bee wolf symbiont S. Philanthi, biovar triangulum is in an early stage of genome erosion relative to many other insect symbionts. A large proportion of the strain's genes bear possibly inactivating frameshift mutations, but most of these pseudogenes were found to be transcribed, even if at lower levels than intact genes. Nevertheless, proteins encoded by pseudogenes were hardly detected by proteomic analysis, suggesting the fitness cost of producing non-functional or misfolded products from eroding genes. Finally, functional genomic analysis, transcriptomics, and proteomics uncover that the host's supply of essential nutrients and cofactors not only compensate for the symbiont's oxytrophies because of genomic decay, but also might enable control of antibiotic production in the antennal reservoirs. Thus, the B-Wolf streptomyces symbiosis prevents an experimentally tractable system that provides valuable insights into the metabolic integration and genomic evolution of extracellular defensive symbionts in insects. Tables and figures. Table 1. Table 1 shows the genomic characteristics of the Streptomyces philanthi biovar triangulum strain 23AF2 and compares them with reference genomes of other free living Streptomyces species. Compared to the free living Streptomyces genomes, the Streptomyces philanthi genome is smaller. 7.3 megabase pairs versus 8.7 to 11.9 megabase pairs for the others, has a lower coding density, 78% versus 86 to 89% for the others, and has a shorter average gene length, 723 base pairs versus 991 to 1055 base pairs in the others. Similarities include linear chromosomes high GC content, and total number of RNA operons, 6, for all genomes shown. Figure 1a. Figure 1a shows the Streptomyces filanthi genome as a plot of five concentric rings, from the outermost ring traveling inwards. The plot shows the locations of intact coding sequences, pseudogenes, hypothetical genes, secondary metabolite gene clusters, and GC content variation for overlapping 10 kilobase windows. Figure 1b is a stacked bar chart that shows the proportion of functional versus non-functional pseudogenes within a selection of functional gene categories organized by KEG classification. Each horizontal bar is labeled with its KEG category on the left-hand side. Fourteen gene category bars are listed. The category with the highest proportion of functional or intact genes is listed at the top, and the category with the lowest proportion of intact genes is listed at the bottom. The first bar is for secretion system genes, of which there are 16 in total. All 16 genes were classified as functional or intact, and none were classified as non-functional pseudogenes. The last bar is for transposase genes. 16 were pseudogenes and only 14 intact. Figure 2. Figure 2a uses box and whisker plots to compare GC content in entergenic encoding regions of Streptomyces philanthi with that of the free-living Streptomyces species introduced in Table 1. Streptomyces phelanthi was found to have statistically greater GC content in both coding and intergenic regions. Figure 2b uses a box and whisker plots to compare GC content of intact genes, hypothetical genes, pseudogenes, and intergenic regions within the Streptomyces phelanthi genome. Figure 3 shows a diagram of the metabolic pathways and transport systems of Streptomyces phelanthi. Interrupted pathways and pseudogenes are shown in orange. Genes and pathways significantly upregulated and female bee wolf antenna versus in vitro are shown in red, and downregulated genes are shown in pale blue. Figure four. Figure four shows the effect of genome erosion on amino acid requirements of Streptomyces philanthi strain 23AF2. Figure 4a is a metabolic pathway diagram for the incomplete biosynthesis of proline, arginine, and biotin in streptomyces phelanthi. Figure 4b shows face contrast microscopy images of streptomyces phelanthi growing in vitro for tests of oxytrophy. Biotin, arginine, and but Biotin and arginine were required for growth. Arginine oxytrophy could be bypassed with the addition of ornithine or citrulline. Figure 5. Figure 5a shows the number of intact genes, pseudogenes, and hypothetical genes encoded in the streptomyces genome. It also shows the number of those genes that were transcribed and translated. Figure 5b classifies all of the encoded, transcribed, and translated Streptomyces philanthogenes by their COG general category. The COG categories included cellular processes and signaling, information storage and processing, metabolism, and unknown. Figure 5b is presented as a stacked bar chart, where the bars show the proportion of genes falling into each COG category, with the absolute number of genes in each category added as a label inside each bar. A plurality of encoded and transcribed genes were unknown. The biggest proportion of translated genes, 447 in total, were classified as metabolism genes. Figure 6 Figure 6A shows a scatterplot of Streptomyces philiampi gene expression levels in B Wolf antennal samples relative to their expression levels in in vitro cultures. Genes involved in branch chain amino acid catabolism, chaperones, fatty acid catabolism, and piericidin clusters are highlighted as yellow, blue, orange, and green dots, respectively. Dots for all other genes are colored gray. The size of the dot corresponds to the log10-adjusted p-value for the relative expression comparison. Figure 6b represents a scatter plot of the correlation between proteome and transcriptome data from in vitro cultures of Streptomyces philampi. The Dots form a strong positive correlation. A line of dots rising from the bottom left to the graph to the top right showing concordance between the average TPM of in vitro cultures and peptide hits.